Spice Cast, the podcast where we talk about spices and spicy moments in our everyday lives. I'm your host, Ruben, and let's do another spice oddity, shall we? Let's get right into it. We're going to be talking about various forms of pennywort today. So let's do it. Um, so there are a number of different herbs and non-edible plants that are all called pennywort in one form or another. Uh, many of them are in the hydrocotyle genus, and we'll get into some of those a little bit later. But I wanted to first talk about the most common form of pennywort, which is Centella asiatica, also known as Asiatic pennywort or Indian pennywort, among other names. Uh, it's, the, it's a member of the Apiaceae family, which also contains parsley, carrots, celery, and many other edible plants, as opposed to the other forms of pennywort that I'll talk about later, which aren't part of that family. The flavor of Asiatic pennywort is a little bit like parsley, um, but it's much more bitter and somewhat sharper. I happened to actually taste it this past week um, after buying it from a, an Asian supermarket, and I definitely found it much, much stronger than parsley, uh, and uh, certainly a little bit different in its flavor, but, but in, a, in a way that's difficult to describe, a little bit spicier, a little bit sharper. But it definitely had that, that undertone of parsley to me. Um, pennywort is native to a large area in the tropical and subtropical eastern hemisphere. And I read uh, from some sources that it's also native to some parts of the western hemisphere as well, but I didn't really confirm that. Uh, however, it is true that it grows primarily in wetlands. It doesn't have to grow in wetlands. It, it's um, very subsistent wherever it grows, but uh, that's its primary habitat. Um, it is a highly invasive plant, pennywort, and it can easily, uh, because of its water habitat, it can easily absorb pollutants through the water. Um, so you have to be fairly careful, I think, with uh, where you're getting your pennywort and get it from a reputable source. In terms of culinary uses, there are a lot of them. Uh, in Burmese cuisine, you can combine pennywort with shallots, peanuts, bean powder or paste, lime juice, fish sauce, and other ingredients to make a salad. In uh, Sri Lanka, there are a number of culinary uses for pennywort, including as a simple vegetable accompaniment to rice or other vegetarian dishes, uh, mixed with coconut, lime, or other vegetables to make variations on just a simple vegetable dish, uh, pureed and added to rice porridge, and as well, it's used in herbal teas and drinks a lot in Sri Lanka. In Indonesia, pennywort leaves are used in, used in salads or preserved in a salty brine as pickles. Um, and then in other Southeast Asian and Pacific countries, pennywort is used in drinks, in salad, in spring rolls, uh, and a number of other uh, less common uses. There are no confirmed medicinal uses for Asiatic pennywort but it has traditionally been used to treat minor wounds in poultices. So it's an interesting, um, interesting traditional use. And that's, uh, that's about it for Asiatic pennywort. Um, I'm sure there are other recipes as well. So I'd love to hear them if you, if you have uh, ideas or uh, recipes that you've tried out. Please send them to podcast at thespicecast.com. Love to hear about, about your pennywort ideas. 
However, there are a number of other plants, like I mentioned, that are um, that are known as pennywort in various forms. So the first of them is Hydrocotyle javanica, also known as Java pennywort. It's found around South and Southeast Asia, and it's basically used as a substitute or in similar culinary applications to Asiatic pennywort. It's interesting that these two um, these two plants in different genuses uh, are able to serve a very similar purpose. Um, there's another hydrocotyle, which is called Hydrocotyle umbellata, uh, and its common name is dollarweed or many flower marsh pennywort. Um, it's native to parts of North and South America, and it can be used in uh, salads or other herbal applications. Specifically, it's been used in Brazilian traditional medicine as an anti-inflammatory for many, many years, many centuries. Another uh, pennywort plant is Umbilicus rupestris, uh, commonly known as wall pennywort or navelwort. Uh, and you'll notice the umbilicus part of the Latin name and the navelwort, this is um, shaped uh, simil similarly to a belly button uh, and it grows most often on walls and it's native to some parts of Europe. So wall pennywort is used in homeopathic medicine to heal minor wounds similar to uh, the way Asiatic pennywort is used in poultices. It's also used in homeopathic medicine to settle an upset stomach or soothe other maladies, but these aren't scientifically validated. Going back to the hydrocotyle genus, there's hydrocotyle sibthorpioitis, or uh, much easier to say, lawn marsh pennywort. It's uh, another plant called pennywort. It's native to Southeast Asia, but has been spreading recently in the United States and Australia. And in traditional medicine, lawn marsh pennywort is used to treat fever, dysentery, whooping cough, jaundice, psoriasis, hepatitis B, and a number of other conditions. There isn't much science to back up any of these medicinal uses, but it is known that some of the chemicals contained in lawn marsh pennywort can be used effectively to treat certain ailments, and there's no known downside to using this plant in medical applications, so it seems like a, a safe, um, safe herbal remedy. Jumping over to a, a different genus, Anemone hepatica is also known as common hepatica, or liverwort, or kidneywort, or, you guessed it, pennywort. In medieval times, this species was used to treat liver disease, hence the name liverwort. Uh, other alternative medicinal uses include uh, using it as a treatment for pimples and for gout. Finally, being in the mid-Atlantic region of the United States, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Obolarica virginica, or Virginia pennywort, which has been traditionally used by Native Americans, similar to some of the other species I mentioned in poultices for treating cuts and bruises, among a number of other medicinal uses. So in terms of pennywort, there are a few species that are uh, generally eaten as, as vegetables or salad in salads, um, used as herbs to flavor things, and then just a lot of varieties of pennywort that are used medicinally, and a number that I didn't even get to that are either used medicinally or uh, are not uh, used in like human applications, but are just um, plants that you can grow. So um, 
excited to highlight pennywort, uh, interesting herb that I had not, uh, not come across much beforehand in the latest episode of Spice Oddities. So thank you so much for, for being with us for this one. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can do so by emailing podcast at thespicecast.com. Or you can contact us on Twitter at The SpiceCast or on Facebook at The SpiceCast Podcast. Again, thanks so much for sticking with us through this episode of Spice Oddities. I've been your host, Ruben, and this has been episode 35 of The SpiceCast, Spice Oddities Pennyworth.